Welcome to the Motherhood Trenches. I'm Felicia. And I'm Molly. We became sisters by circumstance and friends by choice. Now, between the two of us, we are raising four girls while trying to keep our sanity and support each other along the way. Join us as we bumble our way through the ups and downs of parenting newborns, toddlers, and little people. Hey, Felicia, how's it going? Oh, good, good. I'm having a pretty good week. How about you? Yeah? It, that sounded like like for real good week or like... Hmm. I started, so you know how you just like say when people ask you how you are, you yeah. like say like, oh, I'm good. Yeah, so always. I started to do that and then as I was saying it, I was like, mm, it wasn't, wasn't yeah, that it wasn't great. Yeah, it wasn't really great. Yeah. yeah. No, it wasn't really great, but I was... You're just like the default response, right? Is the Well, that's, yeah. We've kind of talked about that before. Like when people ask you, you always just are like, yeah, I'm good. Like yeah, even when you're not. Yeah. Yeah. Because I mean, and in certain cases, like you're not just going to be like, well, my life sucks right now. Yeah. Actually <laughs> terrible. Thank you for asking. Yeah. <laughs> so obviously, you know, sometimes it's better to just lie, but <laughs> right. I and am that, genuinely asking yeah, you. Yeah, <laughs> that's where I was going, but it was like, no, this is, we are, do get pretty real. I should <laughs> be forthcoming. <laughs> Uh, do you want to talk about your low? Yeah. So my <laughs> low is I actually had like really I had competing lows and it was really hard to come up with a high. Oh, um, oh man, those are the worst. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So two, I'm just going to talk about both. Okay. My kitchen is still a mess, and we had so it's good in that I guess this can be my high. It's good in the um, the guy came and like fixed our countertops and they look really nice. Yeah. Okay. Um, good. And he put the second he put the sealer back on um, and it looks it looks really good. Good. Um, but the impact of that is like I've had to have like more appointments, you know, to like watch out for, and we had to, to move all of our stuff back off our countertops again and like clean everything and whatever. So it's just been an an added cycle of that that we already some an activity that we already thought was done. So that right. was irritating. You kind of boxed up and put away. Yep. yep. <laughs> and because of it, it's like I couldn't really cook all week um, until tonight. And it's, the kitchen's just been in disarray. And it's been really hard to get meals together and whatever. It just feels really off yeah. routine. Yeah. The so. kitchen is, I mean, I don't know if it's like this for everyone, but I think definitely for you and I, the kitchen is like the center of our yes. homes. Yes. The kitchen is a direct <laughs> reflection on my mental state, really. Yeah, for so sure. So if it's a mess, I'm a mess. Yeah. The kitchen is always like... Our house is in complete disarray right now, but my kitchen is, like, not clean necessarily. No, it was picked up. Like, the, but like, the countertops are clean. It has to be. And they're clear. Yeah. Yeah, it has to be clear. And then my living room, who's which is right beside it, is, like, yeah. toys everywhere. <laughs> yeah. I just, I don't know. There's something about your kitchen yes. being clean. I don't know what yes. it is. I agree. Yeah. So it, it hurts the most <laughs> when it's yeah. not. And there's nothing you could have done about it. No. Like, you have to have it in disarray. Yeah. To and get it's, these and it's been in disarray for just a long time. <laughs> yeah. Like, do you know how long now? Has it been months? It's been months. Yeah. When Nick, st- Nick started doing the countertops um, four months ago. So it's been on and off. Because, yeah. Or not the countertops. Sorry. The cabinets. He painted oh, yeah. the cabinets. Okay. Yeah. Right. Um, so, it's, I mean, it's been on and off. So, like, he did the cabinets and we got those put back on. And then it was, like, a little bit before we did the next step. So, then the kitchen was kind of you know, normal for a couple of weeks or whatever. So it's been on and off, but it's, I'm just ready for it to be done and oh, just yeah. like be able to like, um, like decorate and make it look how I want it to look. Yeah, and exactly. Have things organized and you got something new, like cool new countertops. Yeah. You want to like to use them. <laughs> get the kitchen all together. Yeah. And then I know you guys want to do the backsplash sometime yeah. soon. Yeah. So it's like, you'd like for it to just be put together yeah. and look cute and what you want. Right. <laughs> I haven't got got the payoff of all these like irritating appointments and having my kitchen messed up and not being able to cook and whatever. I haven't gotten the payoff yet. So, but anyway, it, you know, whatever it, in the grand scheme of life, 
small potatoes for sure, but just yeah, but still irritating. Yeah. Um, and like you said, it's just made me feel very mentally just kind of all over the place and frazzled this week. Yeah. Um, was that, did you say you had two lows? That was one low. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, the other low is that I've, um, like I had a big presentation to give at work. Mm -hmm. Um, I just always formal public speaking, um, just always stresses me out and I'm always nervous. That's just a core part of my personality that I've realized is never going to change no matter how well I know the content or don't know the content or how well I know the audience or don't know the audience. It's just always something that makes me nervous. So, um, there's a couple of nights this week where I just, it was really hard to fall asleep. And I even did like my, my meditations that I've tried before. Oh yeah. And still it didn't, Nothing. no, it didn't help. And then, um, I was like up really early in the morning too, anticipating. So a couple of nights of rough, rough sleep this week. Yeah. I, it, stuff like that, it's hard to turn your brain off. And like, especially when it's something that you're anxious about or fearful or whatever, it makes it, and especially like in, in situations like this where it's not necessarily irrational, but like it is hard for your brain to reconcile like, yeah. why am I stressing so much about this? Like, yes, it will be fine. It, yeah, right. But it's, those are the things that yeah. stick to me the most. Right. <laughs> right. So, and I don't, I don't like public speaking. No, either. me neither. And it's, I have to do a lot of talking and like facilitating and um, like leading for my job. And that's when it's informal it for whatever reason it doesn't it doesn't bother me like sometimes I get tired of kind of being on and doing a lot of the talking and whatever in in sessions and in meetings and workshops but it doesn't bother me the same way that like when it's a formal presentation and I'm gonna be standing in front of I mean this wasn't in person so it was it was not I was not standing but like all eyes are on me everyone is has stopped what they're doing and they're just focusing on my presentation it's not conversational like right I'm giving a message and everyone else is going to be quiet for 30 minutes like yeah. It just that that makes me nervous. That is very nerve wracking, and I would think probably a lot of your meetings um, that you've been having, like with COVID and everything, have been like camera off. Like, camera off, yes, always camera off. Yeah, and this is camera on. Yeah, so I had so to that, like get up and get ready, which I haven't done in months. <laughs> right, so that is an added level of yes, you know, and you know that all the other people's camera is on yes. too whereas right. typically it's everyone's cameras off right nobody's <laughs> looking at each other yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah some people could be just not paying attention at all i'm sure right but no they know so, they're on camera so they're like right exactly yeah. so that has to be an added level it, of, for sure but it's behind you right it's done yeah yeah so that's good yeah and, and and same with the countertops it's done so for both things it's onwards and upwards so i guess that's that's my high <laughs> Do that, you... my both of my lows are done yeah well, well, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> Eventually, my high will be that pregnancy is done. Yes. So, yeah. Um, do you have your uh, range yet? Or your um, cooktop? Yes. Okay. Yes. I couldn't, I wasn't sure if it had been installed. Yeah, I don't in think the I've, midst of all of this. I've updated. Yeah. It's, okay. We, it did get installed. So we've been able to use it. We were able to use it for like five days before um, then the countertops were all. Yeah. Do you love it? Up. Yeah. It's yeah. nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Good. Yeah. Uh, How about um, you? What, were your, what was your low and your high? So my low is a pretty low low. Like I, I feel pr- I, I, it's been causing me a lot of stress. Um, but my high, I think, is actually a genuine high. I'm pretty okay. excited about it. Um, so my low, um, the other day, it, I don't know if it was just that I was, I mean, I'm almost 30, I'm basically 37 weeks pregnant. Yeah. Um, so I am, and I don't know if I've mentioned it on this podcast before, but I don't enjoy pregnancy. <laughs> oh. Hmm. Yeah, I know. I know this is a real shock to our listeners. <laughs> um, but especially at the end, 
um, it's just really, really rough. Yeah. For even if you enjoy pregnancy, this part has to be rough because you're just uncomfortable. You're so big. Yeah. Um, everybody is like commenting even more on how you look. Yeah. Um, and everybody's like waiting for you to go into labor basically. And you know, just all of the, it, it, there's just a lot. Yeah. So I don't know if it was just, I was just in a bad mood or what I had not had good sleep. Juliet was up overnight the night before this happened. But anyways, um, the girls were playing in the playroom and they wanted to, um, like color with like, they just wanted paper and crowns to color mm. with. So I got the crowns down and Lillian got the paper and the crowns that we have right now are in Garrett <laughs> thought it was a genius idea at Christmas time to buy them like a, a like an art case. Uh-huh. Um, because that's what Claire has. Yes. Um, and all of at your house. Um, and they I love it. They love it. And, um, everything's in its place. Yes. Um, yeah. My kids are feral. <laughs> <laughs> they um, don't stay in their place. No, it's not even, what is it? It's February Uh and half of the markers are completely thrown away because Juliet took all the lids off and then left them out one night and I didn't realize it. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Nothing was ever, from like day one, something was missing. So Uh I don't, I don't know what you guys are doing at your house that you have a child that puts things back, but. Claire is a rule follower. Yeah. Well, and typically Lillian is, but no, Yeah. (laughs) I don't know. Yeah. So I knew it wasn't going to work, but I was like, well, whatever. Yeah. We need new crowns and stuff. So all that's left in the in the case is crowns at this point. But we still have the whole case, <laughs> which is annoying. But anyways, so the case is very large and, you know, whatever. But Lillian loves to have it, whatever. So she wanted to put the case, like, apparently on a, in a specific spot on the table. But I wasn't. I wasn't understanding that, and I didn't understand why it was a big deal that it had to be in a specific spot on the table. Mm-hmm. And so in the spot where she wanted it, the paper was in the way. So then it was like, okay, well, why can't you just move the paper, mm-hmm. put the crowns where you want them, all the stuff. It was a whole ordeal. And so, like, we kind of went back and forth for a couple of minutes, and I was, like, trying to stay calm and trying to just really be, like, I'm not sure why this is an issue. Let's just like I, every solution I was giving was not working for her. Yeah. yeah. And she was crying and she was upset. Like oh. it was a whole ordeal. And then finally I was just like, I don't care where you put the crowns. <laughs> just do something. But like I screamed, like yelled it at her, like screamed at yeah. her. Yeah. And I like immediately felt really bad and Garrett was working and heard it. And he immediately came downstairs. Like that's how, mm-hmm. like he hears us probably tantrums and yelling and and regular stuff throughout the day but this was obviously enough for him to come out of the room yeah yeah and uh, like he was like okay let's just like he made me leave the room (laughs) and he like talked to Lillian but I felt so bad because like I was like in my like almost five-year-old's face like yelling at her Mm. and I mean yes I'm I don't claim to be a real calm parent I yell but this just felt different like I was losing my temper over something that like yeah she was losing her temper over something that didn't matter. I was losing my temper over something that di- didn't matter. And it just made me feel really, really bad. Yeah, yeah. And I just felt like, <clears throat> I don't know, like I, I'm the adult. Like she's she's five. She's supposed to lose her temper over crayons. I'm not. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's so, this feeling that as the parent, like you're not, you're not supposed to or you're supposed to be able to control yeah. your emotions all the time no matter what. Right. It, because it it does pay and it is a better outcome if one person is calm but 
we're all human, right? Yeah. Like there's, of course, we're going to have lose our tempers and whatever, but it's we're not supposed to. For yeah. All. That's the expectation. Well, and whatever. especially like. I'm not supposed to get to the level of a five-year-old, yeah, right? Right. Like, yeah, yeah. Like I'm so, but like maybe I can go off in a corner and lose my temper. Uh-huh. But like I shouldn't be yelling at her about this. Like, yeah. And I mean, I still don't understand what the situation was and whatever. Like I just eventually, we moved the paper and put the crowns where, like it was like the fifth spot that we had put the crowns in. Yeah. yeah. So like it eventually was fine and I did I I have read before that like if you do you know because when you lose it on your kid yeah right obviously it happens um and that you're just supposed to apologize you know and like Mm -hmm. you know basically do what you would want them to do you know whatever and so I did I sat down and talked to her and was like you know I'm sorry I should not have yelled at you you know all that kind of stuff and like had like a conversation about it which was good um, who knows how much it resonated with her, but mm-hmm. I also like, I don't want a memory of her five, like of her later of her five-year-old self to be like, my mom was in my face yelling at me. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, I don't, mm-hmm. I don't know what sticks and what doesn't. So yeah. hopefully that's not one that sticks. Right. So, but it like makes me feel really bad that like it could be, yeah. and that could be something that she remembers about, you yeah. know, when she was five. So. Yeah. Yeah. That's hard. I- and it's especially, like, I can think of times where I was just, like, quickly, like, harsher with Claire than I wanted to be. Yeah. And my tone was not, it came out differently than I thought it was going to be in my head. Um, and then you kind of see, like, their face. Like, you can tell that it, like. Yeah. It, and that's the worst. It's the worst moment. Yeah, she did. She kind of, like, I wouldn't say cowered away from me, but she did, like, she kind of, like, moved away from me a little bit and, like, flinched. Mm-hmm. And it was, like, in my head just, like, oh. Yeah. Like, yeah. it just made me feel so bad. Yeah. So I've been feeling really guilty about that. Um, and I think my patience has been maybe better since, but not certainly better than it was in that moment. Right, right. Um, but I've been trying to be like, okay, well, you know, obviously you just need to work on your patience. But yeah. anyway, so that was not fun. Yeah. Um, but my high, I um, mentioned to you um, when we were talking one time that I commented on a post in the due date group that I'm in about um, sleep training. Oh, uh-huh. And I, we talked about it before, I think, whenever we talked about, our like, the sleep training episode and just, like, mom's groups and stuff. But yeah. it is a topic that I – it's hit or miss on how I'm feeling if I'm going to comment on it and depending on how the post is going and what comments they've already gotten. Yeah. Um, but this was one where they were basically asking, like, between a few different methods, like – taking care of babies, Ferber, um, baby wise. Um, and I think maybe there was one more. Um, but anyways, it, and it was like, this is in the due date group. So this is all from a parent. I don't think they had kids yet. So this is all from someone who's not experienced any of this. Like they could certainly have their baby and be like, Oh my, I'm never sleep training you. You're going to sleep with me forever. Right. You know, whatever. Right. Um, but a lot of the comments were, generally negative towards sleep training and you know she is asking about it before her baby's even born you are regardless of what sleep training methods you choose to use you are going to go through some sleepless nights and uh-huh. stuff so I don't know if people thought that like right from day one she's she going to let her baby cry the, yeah, yeah. Right. I don't I don't know mm-hmm. what people were thinking there was also a lot of articles that um, have not been peer-reviewed that were linked that were like about the effects that sleep training can have, you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. So I commented and just said like, oh, and that um, BabyWise has been linked to failure to thrive, which 
I have never heard or read before. Hmm. Yeah. But anyways, um, so I just commented on it and I was like, I see that there's a lot of comments that are, you know, not really for sleep training, which is fine. Um, you know, I just wanted to mention that like, there are plenty of peer reviewed and, and articles out there that you can find anything that fits your agenda. To basically. justify your yeah. argument. Um, and, you know, we chose Ferber and this is, you know, it worked for us and it may not work for everyone and that's totally fine, but you need to, you know, find what works for you and maybe research different things. Talk to your pediatrician. Our pediatrician was a wealth of knowledge, you know, whatever, like whatever you choose, you're, it's going to be fine. You're going to do fine. Um, and like basically just tried to be a little bit more like upbeat about sleep training, but also be like, but if you don't do it, then that's fine too. Yeah. You right. know, whatever. There, yeah. There's no one right way here. Yeah. Um, and the post ended up getting shut down because the comments were pretty negative. Mm. But before it got shut down, there was somebody that replied to my comment, which when I saw that somebody <laughs> replied, I was like, oh, uh, no. Yeah. <laughs> I was hoping to just fly under the radar. And, yeah. Like only the original person would see it and then I would just move on. Yeah. Um, but somebody commented and said that she really appreciated how I like worded it and that she is like, she's one of those like rock her baby to sleep every all the time and like not really for sleep training, but like how I like worded everything. Oh, so and she was coming from the totally the other side of the fence. Yes. And still appreciated your. Yes. Oh, my point like of view. Yeah. And I was like, yes, it just made me feel so good. Cause she was just like, I just really like what you said here. Like, it's just real positive about it from both sides. And I just, I really, cause you never know if that's what comes across. Right. You try, but. Right. Like it could come across like I did Ferber. If you choose not to, then fine. But like, <laughs> whatever you want to do. Every yeah. Every country. Right. <laughs> but I was genuinely being like, I don't care what you do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so it just made me so happy. It was just one random stranger. Oh. Um, and then like I got to read it and then it was like, once I like clicked on all the other comments, everything was gone. Oh. Like the whole post was gone. So I didn't even get to like revel in it for very <laughs> oh, long. <laughs> but it was, it was really, it just made me feel really good. Yeah. Because I was like, oh good, this is what. Like, this is the kind of stuff I, I hope to be putting out there that, like, right. this is what worked for me, but you do you yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. So it just made me feel really good. I was really oh, happy about Oh, that's it. awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. So, and you don't always get that in mom's groups. <laughs> no. I think we've talked about some, um, sometimes that it, they can be really combative and it almost seems like people are looking for arguments and yes. looking to crap on people. And so, like, to have a positive interaction like that. But yeah, it awesome. was. And I didn't I didn't get to, like, like it or yeah. thank her or anything. So I was kind of – and I don't even know what her name was. Like, I didn't even screenshot it uh, or anything because I wasn't Yeah, you didn't know it was going to disapp disappear. Yeah. And so then I was like, oh, man, I don't get to, like, read it over a thousand times when I'm feeling down about myself. <laughs> Yeah. So anyways, but, and it'll probably never happen again. No, but you'll, next time a sleep training post comes up, you're going to be like, oh. I have the magic this words. This is it. <laughs> you're going to put it in there and just get like flamed. People are going to be like, how dare you, ma'am. Yeah. <laughs> ah, delete. This worked better before. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that is what will happen. Oh, so that's a good one. That's a yeah. good one. Um, so, but I think we're ready to go ahead and get into our topic. Yep. Let's go ahead. Okay, so let's get into our topic. I'm really, I'm really, really excited about me too this topic, and it's funny because um, it's about travel. Yes, and I love to travel, but you came up with this one when we were doing our oh, brainstorming. Yeah, oh, when we were doing our brainstorming well, ideas. So I, mean, I was like really, really pleasantly surprised. <laughs> you know, I sometimes even dull people can come up with. 
When a blind squirrel finds a nut. Yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> yeah. you know, here we are. <laughs> this is my nut. Yeah. Um, so well, what we're going to do, this is definitely a, like a light, fluffy topic, but what we're going to do is we're going to talk about um, our dream vacations. Yep. Um, and talk about what components make up a dream vacation, like what we are specifically looking for, um, and then talk about kind of what we, like a theoretical, hypothetical, what we would, where we would go and what we would do. Yes. Um, we did put some constraints around it. Yeah. Um, because obviously dream anything could get really big. Like maybe I just want to go live in like the Sahara for the rest of my life. Like that could be a <laughs> weird dream, but sure. Yeah. <laughs> you got to put some bumpers around it is my point. Yeah. <laughs> Especially with us. Yeah. So we're assuming on this trip that there are no kids present for obvious reasons. Yeah. <laughs> well, and I will, I did actually for mine or even older kids, like when our kids okay. are like, like drinking age. Yes. It, like where they're fun. Yeah. Then they could come. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. But really no kids. Really no kids. Yeah. yeah. It's funny because when we were, before we were recording at my house tonight, yeah. before you came over, Claire was, she likes to sit in here and play with the microphone and pretend like tonight she wanted to pretend like we were, she was on the podcast. And so she was like, you know, we're saying, okay, Claire, what's your dream vacation? And she said, I want to go to the beach. And I said, okay, who are you going to go with? And she was like, you. And I was like, oh, but I'm like, you're not invited to mine. <laughs> Because then she asked me, she's like, what's yours? And I just had to lie. Yeah. Uh, the same as yours. Same. Okay. Yep. yep. Myrtle Beach. Beach with you. With you. <laughs> yeah. oh, that's, that's a good. dream. Yeah. Um, we're also assuming we don't have a real budget here. Yeah. The sky's the limit. And we kept it to something that would reasonably be like two weeks long. Yeah. And I didn't really mention it before, but I also kind of um, suspended the idea of like logistics mm, okay. for this too. Like, in a way, not completely, but, like, some of it, it's, like, probably if I was actually going to plan this trip, I wouldn't be able to do every single thing I want to do, I guess. Yeah. Like, logistically, it just might not work out. Yeah. But in my dream, I can hop to wherever I want. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, probably if you have no budget, you could. could. Yeah. yeah. Right. That's true. Yeah. Um, so why don't you go first and talk about the, the components of your dream vacation? Okay. So specifically, like we talked about, yeah, with the no kids. And I, I did, because in my head when I was thinking about this trip, I was kind of like, well, it would be nice um, like to do something like what I've come up with with my kids when they're older. Mm -hmm. So I could really see it either way, but it's also like I'm thinking of a of a of if it was really truly my dream and my, it would either be no kids like we talked about, or if my kids were older, it's like they enjoy spending time with me mm -hmm. and like want to travel You're not, with like, me. Dragging them through on this family vacation that they don't want to be on. And they're yes. like, just want to be on their phones or something. Right. Exactly. So that's another like dream or even like they're with their significant others. And it's like a big family vacation, but then also no grandkids yet. Yeah. No kids. Right. Yeah. I don't want to take care of any kids. When I said no kids, Mine I meant no or kids. others. Yeah. <laughs> so it also has to be that they're in a phase of life where none of them have started having kids yet. And yes. you know, it's getting a little too crazy. Like 18 to whenever they have kids. Yeah. So no. I guess 20, whenever my, my youngest is 18, my oldest will be 23. Yes. So reasonable. Okay. You could swing it. But they might not have significant others. It might just be just them. Like yeah. our last like family hoorah or whatever, which I think would be cool. Yes. But I also would enjoy doing this with just Garrett or as I mentioned earlier on any given day, <laughs> if I'm not feeling Garrett, you. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a good travel buddy. I'm just going to yeah. throw that out there. 
Um, so, and I definitely would either want to, depending on wh where I'm going, I either want to go um, like to a place that has like, you know, just a warm climate, but not hot or go during the year when it's warm, yes. but not hot because I, well, I guess I should, I should say, I should have prefaced it, that I would like to have part of the trip be sightseeing and part of the trip be relaxing. Mm -hmm. So I need, when I'm sightseeing, I don't want it to be that like, like it's fine if I wear a tank top or whatever, but I don't like being hot whenever I'm like trying to do things. And yeah. so I would prefer a cooler, not cooler, because I also want to be able to relax. And, like spring and do, weather or something. Yeah. Yeah. Something that's more manageable and I just don't feel like I'm sweltering hot and whatever. Um, and then, like I said, I'd like to be able to do some sightseeing. So I would like for it to be that we can plan our trip where um, maybe like the first week is sightseeing and then the second week is relaxing or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, but also in an ideal situation, which is what we're in, I guess, Yeah. Um, I want to be able to know every single part of the trip that we're doing like like it would be a very planned like t on tuesday like day one itinerary we're doing this site and going here and right eating dinner here yeah like for for the sightseeing portion for the relaxing portion yeah. i'm fine with it being a little bit more free but when when there's things that i like specifically want to mark off my list yeah i would prefer to have because then i can plan ahead like if we need to get tickets for anything or mm -hmm. anything like that um, I just, and you can also plan, um, where you're at in your trip. Like if you're moving around or yeah. whatever. So that the planning portion, and I say that that's part of my dream because Garrett would totally not be on board with that. Yeah. Like maybe he would be on board with being like, oh, okay, well Tuesday we could go see this because we're going to be in that area, but no like time, no like restaurant looking up or anything. Right. Or any reservations that are made or anything like that. That's not really in his wheelhouse. So I would like to do something like that. Yes. Um, and really, ideally, international is my... Um, mostly because being um, domestic seems more... Um, it's m more attainable. Yeah. When you're dreaming, it, it's I'm not far-fetched to just like take a trip out to the... The Smokies or the Rockies or you exactly know, it, all that's pretty reasonably you can do that yes yeah yeah so it's I mean not necessarily could could we just do it on a whim it would still be like a planned out trip yeah um I did find I did a vacation that's international for this for that meets my criteria and I did do a domestic one too that okay could could theoretically it's not as planned out really neither of them are really planned out but mm. but anyways so Based on my research mm -hmm. that I did, I have decided that we would go to Italy, oh. <laughs> which I knew you'd be excited about. Yeah. Um, and we would do the first week or more, probably, of sightseeing, like probably maybe like, I don't know, nine days or something like that. Yeah. Um, and I have all the places that I would want to go, and this is where I'm like, it just wouldn't be possible. <laughs> because when I, especially when I was looking at the map of Italy, I was like, Oh yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we'll assume you have a private jet. And yeah, they're just taking you from place to place. Yeah, so we'd probably have to work our way, you know, down mm -hmm. because I want to end at the at the bottom. But all the places that I want to see are Venice, mm -hmm. Rome, and I also want to see Vatican City. You know, mm -hmm. while we're in Rome, um, Florence and Naples. So that's not crazy. 
Well, so, because it looked like Venice was up here, we and then you're working... Trip. We took a day trip, um, when we were in Italy, we took a day trip to Venice from Florence, which is in Tuscany. And it was oh, like... Oh, okay, so not too bad. Yeah, and it was like a half day travel then from Rome to Tuscany. Um, so it's all, I mean, max yeah. a day travel, max. Well, and I guess that's, I'm not... I'm not good at like uh yeah like envisioning yeah exactly right. when you're looking so, at a map like the scale and trying to figure out like what's the driving distance or not right Italy also has like they have um really nice like train system oh so do it's they super easy there are tons of trains I don't know like now during COVID but right in yeah. in normal times yeah so it's pretty easy to get from place to place I thought yeah and I don't necessarily for me personally I don't have like specific things in each place that I want to see mm -hmm. it's just like obviously like the canals and stuff in Venice would be like it, you know that I really would if I'm going to take an international trip and I'm obviously since we're suspending you know belief here like I would do touristy type things even though there's probably more things off the beaten path that you could do and ideally I could do as well. But in my head it's like, well, if I'm gonna go, I wanna do the things that like everybody talks about and that right. I, I've heard about and thought about and, and that kind of stuff. And there's a reason that those things became the most popular things to do. Like not yeah. to say that other things aren't as worthy or valuable or whatever, but it people do them because they're really cool things to see and do. Right, exactly. Like they're obviously highly rated or mm -hmm. whatever. Um, so yeah, I would definitely want to go through, do all the different, you know, just different sites at each place and probably, you know, like I said, we'd probably have to do longer than a week in order to get all of those places. Um, and just kind of go around and pick like, maybe we just have to pick one major thing in each town, mm -hmm. um, that we wanted to look at. And of course, Rome and Vatican city are kind of, yeah, not, not the it, same, but yeah, yeah, but it would be kind of more of a one-stop. Mm-hmm type thing we would need multiple days yeah um but those those places specifically are kind seem to pique my interest and would be places that I would definitely I definitely think we could find plenty of things to do and especially if it was just Garrett and I and we don't have kids that were you know worrying about pleasing then I think we could easily find and we because you've talked before about like when you guys go sightseeing and stuff like it's harder whenever you're in a larger, not a larger group, but like when there's multiple people, yeah, you're, everybody's going through things at their own pace. Yeah. It took, it, when we traveled with others, like during an international trip, it was, it took us longer to kind of get through the museums. People wanted to stop or someone had to go to the, like more people have to go to the bathroom. So then you have to stop and find a bathroom. Right. Like it, it does kind of just slow down the pace a little bit. Yeah. And yeah. somebody else may be like, oh, okay, I've seen this. I'm good. And they move on. Yes. Whereas somebody else wants to lag behind and enjoy it and take their time and you know, whatever. So, mm -hmm. and people, people tire out of sightseeing at different paces yes. too. Yeah. So then even when, you know, you can tell that they're kind of done you feel bad because it's like, oh, but there's one more thing I want to go see. And like, oh, we, I want to go walk across town over here to see yeah. this other thing. Like you just, even when people are mostly agreeable, like you can still just kind of tell when they're not into it. And yeah. you, different people have different tolerances for that. Right. And you know, you're not going to go back. Right. So you want to get it done. This is my one shot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I think if it was just Garrett and I, it would be a little bit more um, like, I don't feel bad if I'm dragging him along. No. And he's yeah. not going to feel bad if he's dragging me along no. to somewhere that he wants to go. So um, in that sense, I was kind of like, well, it probably would be better if it was just Garrett and I, because then it is, um, 
like you just don't, there's less people that you have to worry about accommodating. Yes. And like you said, like even just less bathroom breaks and, yes. and you know, small things that it's easier to get a table at a restaurant. Yeah. It's, yeah. Right. Like we could just like find a little table outside or something. If you we, have less people you know, weighing in on the menu when you're trying to look up a place and yeah. it's just, things are just smoother. Yeah, exactly. So, but the idea of, and like the food too is really, that was, I should have put that as part of my criteria. I really want to go to a place like we've talked about the Cayman Islands, like the food there is just yeah. so good. Every meal is yes, yeah. is excellent, and that's how obviously Italy is. And like pasta and stuff is right up my alley. Like I would just be, I would be delighted to have pasta with yeah. every meal. Yeah. So um, I'm just, I really, I think that the the food would also be something that would be. It would be easy for me to find things, even as a picky eater, that I would definitely like yeah. and highly enjoy. Um, and then Garrett and I are both, we really like wine. Not like connoisseurs or anything like that. Yeah. But I would enjoy trying all the different kinds of wine and stuff. Like we also, I prefer beer over wine. But when you're somewhere like Italy, it would be so cool to try all these different wines from mm -hmm. over there. Mm -hmm. So I just, the idea of the sightseeing during the day and then going to have like a nice dinner and, and drink wine and just kind of relax and stuff is so nice. So then... Once we're done with all the sightseeing part, I want to go to, I don't know if I'm going to pronounce it right. It's Sardinia. Is oh, that right? I, I don't know. I know what you're talking about, but I don't know. Sorry, yeah. I would have said Sardinia, but I don't really know. I'm yeah. Not I'm not sure. Yeah. Um, but it's the little island, you know, off. And again, it's like, I don't know, logistically. Yeah. <laughs> if this <laughs> would work. a boat out there. Yeah. yeah. But then I would want to have time. And this is where it's like, it can't be too cool because... <laughs> You want it to be like beachy? Yeah, I would like to have time. And even if it's not, like when we went to the beach um, and it was cooler, I didn't mind it. Like that no. was still actually nice to just relax on the beach. Like I didn't get in the water or anything like that, but that's fine. Yeah. Like I wasn't was still nice to sit hot. out and have the water. And yeah. Um, so I looked up, there's like tons of different beaches. And one, the one that seems to pique my interest the most is called Olbia. Hmm. Um, and it's, it does say that it's, um, like tourists, not necessarily super touristy. There was a couple others that were more touristy. Um, but it says that it has a lot of like um, local eateries and um, like different things to do as far as like just small local spots. And then the pictures of the beach seem like what I'm kind of looking for. Like I know yeah. there's a lot of beaches that can be like kind of that rocky. Yes. Not really like laying out, hanging out. And it seemed like some some of the beaches were that way, but it seemed like there was also little like areas where you could just like grab a chair and relax and hang out. Um, so it would just be so like you kind of end your trip on a relaxing note because sightseeing does. It wears kinda, you down. It just really wears you out. And, and I never. you're doing like when you're like seeing a big city, like especially like Rome. Rome is huge. So yeah. I think when we were in Rome, I had like 20,000 steps a day. Yeah. <laughs> so it's really physically like not only just like because you're mentally trying to like soak in information and learn about different things, like right. physically very tiring also. Yeah. I've never taken a trip where like it's like a week of sightseeing. Like that's not, I've, I haven't done anything like that. Mm -hmm. So it would definitely be a lot to do that for more than a week is what I'm looking at. Mm -hmm. um, so I would like to have that at the end of the trip to just like kind of unwind and relax. And if there's anything cool to do there, then yeah. Yeah. But no pressure, like it would be like no pressure. There's nothing yeah. that you absolutely would have to go see. It would just be like if you wake up one day and on a whim, like, oh, let's run over to that little town or whatever. Something right. like that. Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. Um, or if we just wanted to like, you know, go in for lunch and, you know, kind of do something for the day, for a little bit of the day, but then come back and relax, whatever. Yeah. So 
that's definitely more my ideal. Um, and I, for the, as far as domestically, we could go to California and do something very similar, like do Napa Valley, uh-huh. um, and like be there. You wouldn't have to obviously be there as long. Yeah. Um, and then, um, when I was looking at their beaches, Carmel beach seems like it would be, cause there was, there's a lot of touristy beaches there too. Yeah. Um, and then if I, if I had extra time since it's a two week thing, I'd want to go up the coast of Washington Ooh. to like, you know, drive up the coast. Um, but that's only because you have the extra time there. Cause I also, it's kind of like sneaking in an extra trip. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I think that would be really cool. And that could be something that would be more easily done with like adult children. Yeah, that would, you know, um, but definitely the Italy trip would be like when I was thinking about it, I was like, this would be so fun. Yeah. Like, I would just enjoy this so much. Just kind of eating and drinking your way around Italy, mm-hmm. which I know you've done. Yeah. It, is, it is really nice. Yeah. yeah. It's exactly as good as you're thinking it would be. Yeah. So, and just getting this, like, kind of taking the culture and stuff and then having that tacked on. Because you guys didn't, did you just do sightseeing, basically? Or did you have yeah. some? No, we just really did sightseeing. Okay. So our whole trip was about, like, nine days or something. And we did um, Rome, Tuscany, um and Florence. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I... So it was like three days per city. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely... It would... I would like to to hop around and do mm-hmm. stuff. And it was hard to choose between Italy and France because there's also a lot of places and like spots in France yeah. <laughs> that I could have done something similar. But the, the pasta and the wine and not that you can't get that in France, but yeah, I just... I don't know. The food aspect of it kind of intrigued me more about yeah. Italy. I like, so I really like, um, I don't know if you're this, I can't imagine that you are, but I, <laughs> I really like um, ancient history. Like, I like all history, oh, yeah. but ancient history is really more intriguing to me. And so, of course, Rome just calls to me from that. Yeah. Regard. Yeah. So, um, no, ancient history does not intrigue me, but it is one of those things where I am definitely one of the, like, I like to immerse myself in a culture if I'm if I can. If you're there and you're, and yeah. I've I've never really had a good opportunity to do that because I haven't traveled internationally or done anything that would be different, like than you know my culture or whatever. Right. So I definitely I but I could see the value of being there and just being like oh like this is you know this is all about them and and how things came to be and all that kind of stuff. I would be really interested in learning about it with that aspect and that atmosphere, I yeah. guess. That's, that, yeah. So I would say before I went to Italy, I mean, I liked history, but that really kind of like just really intensified that interest because it is like when you're seeing it right there and there's just so much of it and you're, like you said, just kind of immersed in it. It's like it's such a different experience than like reading about it or, yeah. you know, whatever. Yeah. I'm not interested in reading about it from a book right. or anything like that. And like even looking at pictures is cool. Mm-hmm. But just not super. It's not the same. Yeah. yeah. But to be there and actually witness it, that would be totally different. And I would definitely be super intrigued by it. And, and I mean, it's the same way when I go to like a museum or whatever. Like that's more interesting to me reading the little plaques mm-hmm. and like doing stuff like that mm-hmm. than it ever was reading it out of a textbook. And I'm not even actually physically there. Right. Just being able to see something physical. Yeah. 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 So. Yeah. I think you would. That sounds delightful. I think you would love that trip. Yeah. And I, I'm going to have to work on beating Garrett out so yeah. that I can go with so you. So can go. <laughs> oh, man. Would that not be... That would be so much fun. And especially because we're talking about it would be later in life. Yeah. So like we once don't... our kids are in that, we don't have to worry about, like, making arrangements for them. No. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, you're not list. as... Like, you're always... I know I'm always going to worry about my kids, for sure. But, like, 
when I was away from Lillian when we went to the Caymans, it was just like, well, did she take her bottles? Did she, you know, yes. is she sleeping okay? What if she wakes up in the middle of the night and then they have to deal with her? You know, like yeah. these things that you just don't have to worry about when you have older kids. Yeah, when they're like in college or like in their own apartment. Yeah. I'm not going to worry about them any differently really in Rome than I will at home. Right, because I'm not with them every <laughs> yeah. day anyway. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. At least I can be drunk on wine and thinking about <laughs> right. them. Yeah. Then I'll be crying. Yeah. <laughs> Probably not. I miss them. Yeah. <laughs> oh. So anyway, so tell me, tell me about yours. Okay. <clears throat> so my components were some the same, and but some different. Um, okay. So mine is I wanted um, flexibility. I don't want it to be overly scheduled oh, and have like funny. a day to day itinerary. I know because yeah. I am a very like I'm a pretty rigid person in life. Like I like routines. I like yeah. structure. I like meal plan I like knowing what's going to happen but um like the, when Nick and I went to Italy the first time we were really kind of we weren't structured but we tried to just pack in a lot in our days and I think taking a more relaxed approach like having like one kind of main thing one or two main things that we want to do every day and just kind of like doing whatever with the rest of the time like if we come across something that looks cool or um you know finding a different restaurant or something was a little bit more enjoyable for me yeah okay um, just made it feel a little bit more relaxed because like you said the, the sightseeing and and trying to soak everything up in like a couple of days can get tiring yeah it's a lot to try yeah. to do all of that yeah yeah so mine would be a little bit more flexible um <clears throat> it would definitely need to include a rich historical or cultural experience okay and i want it to be a place where that is very different from the U.S. from where I live. Okay. So I want it to international definitely for me too. Yeah. Um, and even when I was thinking of like the different cities that could fit this criteria, I was like, I don't even want to go to like England or someplace where they speak English. Like I oh, want yeah. it to be, I want it to just be really different than, okay. than my culture. Yeah. Um, I definitely want to go to a place that is known for food and mm. also wine or beer. Mm. Like, a, like yeah. a, an alcohol experience is very important to me. <laughs> well, I mean, really it is, it is important. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, because to me, I, especially with sightseeing, when you're doing something big, and again, I haven't taken any like major sightseeing trips, but like when we went to Disney and you're doing stuff all day long and you're on your feet, you kind you look forward to just yes. having a beer Sitting and Sitting down and having that drink is yeah. a really nice experience. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I want a place that's known for wine and or beer. Okay. Um, I wanted to stay close, like in, in a town that where there's a lot to do there, that's really walkable. Um, and also a town that has a lot of like day trips. Oh yeah. Yeah. So you can, we can kind of do like what you're talking about, like just little, little things to kind of, um, travel our way around and, and places that are close. Okay. So are you saying you want to stay in like one location? My trip includes... More than one location. Oh, okay. Okay. All but right. I want to have, like, I want to stay in one location for longer than, like, when we were in Italy, like, we did, like, Rome three days, Tuscany three days, Florence three days. I don't want to bounce around that much. Okay. I like to have, like, one main home base. This is this is how mine would go. I would have one main home base for, like, nine days or something. Okay. And then for, like, the last half of the trip would be, like, a more relaxing, like, hit up a couple of smaller towns and kind of travel around a little bit more. Gotcha. Okay. So, like, a big city, home base for nine days, and then travel around for smaller towns. Gotcha. For the rest of All the right. time. That makes sense. Yeah. So, here are the places that I considered. Rome, even though I've already been there, which is why I eliminated it, but I was like, oh, but it's just such a good trip. Like, I yeah. could just fill up nine more days of Rome. Right. I just, I know that the food is good, and the wine and the beer is good. And you would love it. Yeah. Yeah. But I was like, that's not fun. <laughs> I'm not going to do that. Yeah. Um, Istanbul is another oh, place that I thought of. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Barcelona, Spain. 
Okay. Yeah. I was thinking Spain when you were talking about like the culture and, and heritage and mm -hmm. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I put London on there because they do like London has really good museums and mm. a lot of mm. history to see, but I ultimately eliminated it because I didn't feel that the culture would be that different. Not that it's the same. I know England is not the same yeah. as the U.S., but I just wanted more different. Um, so I landed on Barcelona, Spain. Oh, you called it. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were saying places that you had eliminated. No, and there this, was still... this was my list. Okay. Yeah. All right. Sorry. I didn't mean to. No, that's a <laughs> spoiler. Yeah. <laughs> but when you were talking, I was like, oh, it sounds like Spain would be. Yeah. It would really hit the, hit yeah. the boxes. Yeah. So it did. <laughs> um, so that's where I would go. And some of the things that I would want to see, um, I actually had to like really look into Barcelona more because I was like, I guess I don't I know. know what the site's. Now I know there's either. a lot of stuff to do there and like culture and history, but I don't know. And it's the, it has a long historical period too. Kind of like not, I don't think it's been around as long as Rome. Yeah. Um, but it's kind of the same in that it's, there's been a lot of different phases of history that have okay. occurred, which is what I really like about Rome. Like you can see like the Renaissance a little bit and the like ancient Roman period and medieval. Like there's right. a lot of periods in history that you can get in one place. So... Um, I don't know if you've heard of Antony Gaudi. No, I haven't. I don't know if I'm saying that right. No, I haven't heard um, of that. But he's like a famous architect and he's done a lot of the um, buildings, a lot of really cool buildings in Spain that like mm. look like almost like surreal, like oh. Salvador Dali or something really? as an architect. Yeah. Like I'll have nice. to, we'll have to Google. I've, yeah. I had them on my phone still from when I was playing this trip <laughs> earlier today. Um, but so that would be something that I would definitely want to see. There's like, I mean, he's done a lot in Barcelona, but I would definitely want to go see like some of his like buildings and yeah the places that he architected yeah um there's also a really cool food big food market there oh um, nice. called the low La, i'm not gonna try to say it there's a really yeah. cool food market <laughs> and that was one of my favorite things that we did in florence is they had a, a food market like that that has just a bunch of different stalls and like little restaurant and like you just like pull up to the counter and whatever and that was like oh. one of my favorite things that we did there yeah like, we just went there for like lunch one day because it was right next to one of the museums we went to and just walked around and like hit up and got a, a couple of like small Oh, I remember seeing like small pictures and yeah. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So it sounds like that would be kind of a similar experience and just get to try a bunch of different oh, yeah, that'd food be cool. and flavors. So that's, we would definitely do that at some point. Um, it's also, Barcelona also has beaches because oh, it's right yeah. on the coast. So we would, I don't think like, <clears throat> I wouldn't want to like lay out there because it sounds like they're, they would be really busy and packed and touristy, but yeah. like, you know, in the early morning after you kind of have your coffee and breakfast, I think it'd be cool to like go walk along the beach before you do your sightseeing oh, yeah. for the day. That would be nice. Yeah. yeah. So that's something I want to do. Um, Spain and I guess Barcelona in particular also known for tapas. So I just think that would be a cool way to like eat the whole time we're there and just get to try a ton of different things and have a bunch of different and like share. I know. love that. Yes. Be, like, even just here, just getting like a bunch of apps and yes. stuff. It's my favorite. Or like whenever we're like we're hanging out and yeah. like whatever, just make a bunch of different things. It's my favorite. Yeah. yeah. So you're right. That would be awesome. That would be really cool. Yeah. You can come on my trip too. <laughs> you know, I, I didn't specify, but same same criteria. Nick or older children or you. Given given the right day depends yeah. on who I, you're. You wouldn't, you wouldn't have to shove me hard in the direction of choosing you to. Take yeah. me. Whoever you're least annoyed with. Yeah. <laughs> Whoever hasn't been talking your ear off the most that week. <laughs> yeah. So I just think that'd be a really cool way to eat every yeah. night. Oh, and kind yeah. of like, like what you said, you know, after you do a full day of sightseeing, like just to like 
sit down and have some really good wine and like try a bunch of different foods. I just think that sounds really amazing. Well, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I think just in Europe in general, like they're known for like longer meal times, right? Yes, longer and later meal times. Yeah, so like that would be cool that like, I like the idea of that where it's like, you're not like getting to a restaurant rushing through. No, like that's your evening. Your evening yeah. is the restaurant. Yeah, yeah, I think that's so cool. I love that idea and mm-hmm. would be would love to do that here. Yeah. Um, Garrett, he w- that's another thing he'd probably hate. Yeah. Um, we, so we had a hard time with that in Italy. <laughs> because yeah. Because it's just like we're, we were tired because like the jet lag and the time yes. difference. And you've done so much all day. So like by, I mean, places don't, some don't even open till like 730. So we so were always is. like first in line, like the door is there open up. Yeah. <laughs> Can we eat here, please? Yes. <laughs> we're starving. I wonder if it's the same, like as far as the late time in Spain. I think so. Okay. Yeah. From what okay. I, my brief reading today. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, they also have um, a Picasso museum there, which I think would be really oh, cool that to would go be to. Really cool. Yeah. Um, and they have a really big like national art museum with a bunch of different artists. It sounds like it's big and it would like to be like a whole day oh, in and yeah. of itself. So that would be really cool. Um, they also have like a historic old town area that has like medieval architecture um, Ooh, and, and nice. stuff like that. So I think that would be really cool to do one day too. Um, what also appealed to me, like I mentioned, is that there are a lot of like really cool day trips to take from Barcelona. Um, there are a lot of close by medieval towns. So I think that would be cool to see like an old walled city that, you know, yeah. you just kind of like meander through the stone, you know, sidewalks and stuff, I think would be really cool. Um, there's also a lot of smaller beach towns. So probably mm. that would be more than a day trip. Like maybe we would do that at like when we were getting ready to leave Barcelona, like go to just a nearby beach town for one or two days and just yeah. like lay out and relax and and do kind of a what you are. A small beach town it, it sounds so just like a seaside little yes. yeah. place with like I think two restaurants so cool. and yes. you could just like eat there every night and yes I I would love something like that yeah, yeah. so that's that would definitely be be on our list um, there's also a town nearby I think called Girona um, which is like a small little cool town and it's also where some of Game of Thrones was filmed so oh, I would definitely go see that that would be cool and Nick <laughs> yeah. would like that too Nick right? would like yeah. that too yeah. yeah he would be into that um, again I'm not playing this for him but yeah he would <laughs> me not so much yeah be. <laughs> yeah like oh yeah cool <laughs> well in my dream ideal world you would love it so <laughs> you'd be so into it yeah it's just really just pleased with me for suggesting it <laughs> But that does sound, I would like, if I was into Game of Thrones, I could see the appeal yeah. of how cool that would be. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so that would be like the first 9, 10, 11 days probably. And then yeah. um, Barcelona is really close to France. It's like right over the oh, border. Oh, yeah, I guess it um, would be, right? So I would go, I would travel around and hit up a couple of towns in France. Um, one of them is Toulouse, <laughs> like from France. Um, so I would go there and, um, from there I, I couldn't decide. I didn't come to a conclusion on whether I would go like north to Bordeaux or oh. there's Montpellier. I don't know how to say it. Yeah. Um, I know to here the... it's Montpellier, but yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if that's right. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that would be the other two and I would probably just spend like two or three days in each of those towns. But yeah, I think it would be really cool to just get exposure to then even maybe a whole different kind of culture and different wine and, and whatever. Um, I do, I did, so I said I wanted um, a place that's known for beer and wine. I did kind of go out of my way to pick a place that's known for wine, because that's, that's been my preference lately. I'm more Has of a it? wine person, I think, than a beer person. Yeah. yeah. I'm definitely more of a, of a beer person. I prefer beer. Mm-hmm. But it's one of those things, like with Italy, I was like, but I, uh, again, I would like to immerse in that, in that culture. 
Yeah. Um, and when we, you, when we went to Italy is when I really kind of like, that's the first, that's kind of when I got into wine. Like, I don't know that I yeah. really ever drink wine at home or, or whatever. Like maybe, you know, if like one of my girlfriends had a bottle of wine, you know, I'd split it, but I didn't go out of my way to buy it for myself or have like a lot of kinds that I knew I liked. Yeah. So I think that's kind of what I'm thinking. It's like, I do really like want like I like wine, mm-hmm. but I don't really know enough about it to know like specifically like you know, like areas that I like wine from yeah. and, and different stuff like that. So I think it would be really cool. And you guys talked about how like the house wine. Yeah. It would be like $5 for a liter of wine. And yeah. It was delicious. Yeah. And, but like unidentified, we don't know what it was. <laughs> right. I think that would be so cool to, yeah. to just do stuff like that. So I do prefer beer, like just in a day to day. I'm not really a, a huge wine drinker. I mm-hmm. prefer white wine over red wine, which yeah. is even more so I shouldn't be going to Italy, but yeah. It'll turn, it might change you. Yeah. I just think it would be cool to... Well, who knows? Like 20 years from now. Yeah. When your kids right, are all exactly. grown up. I might be like, yeah. Give me that whole liter. Yeah. A liter of red wine. Yeah. Um, but Spain sounds really... So do you think that you would try to learn some Spanish before you went? Yes. In order to try to like kind of more immerse yourself? Mm-hmm. Okay. I did that a little bit when we went to Italy. Um, like just learn like how to, like what, how to say bathroom and like... Yeah how to order coffee and how to like do stuff like that. I think I would do that. And I did, I took Spanish in high school. I don't remember much of any of it, but it would probably enough that it could maybe just be a quick refresher for some basic um, things to say. I didn't do that when we went to Greece because the language or Germany, because those languages are like so different. They're not romance. No, they're not romance languages. So it's like, I kind of started and the Greek is Greek's not even the same alphabet. No, no (laughs) Greek. I wouldn't even begin to, I mean, I don't know. Was Nick able to, since he knows the Greek alphabet, right? From, yeah, I don't know. I'd say I know the Greek alphabet as good as he did. Okay. And both are not great. Okay. All right. (laughs) I know it. Not at all. I know it from like calculus. Yeah. Oh yeah. I never, I never went that. I was all, algebra yeah so I didn't I don't know any yeah the Greek letters. yeah at all yeah so it that made it hard um but Spanish would be I took Spanish and it's a romance language and I'm more familiar with it that I think I could um do enough to get around yeah the romance languages definitely are more you would probably yeah. do you know Spanish or did you take Spanish I took Spanish and I also took Latin yeah so I like can kind of Italy would probably like it was Italian and Spanish are so close which you know that yeah you could you would in this theoretical world. world, you would be able to get around pretty easily, too. Yeah, I think I would, like, that's why I asked if you would, because I would try to learn some, like you said, like, just kind of trigger words. Yeah, some phrases. Right, because I feel like I definitely, my worry about going international is being not even necessarily, like, a dumb American, because I'll definitely be that, but, like, rude. Like, I don't, yeah, I don't like want the them. stereotype. Yeah, like, I don't want them to think I'm coming to their country and expecting them to speak English to me. Like, I totally get, like, and I know that a lot of, it seems like internationally there are a lot of people who know English more so than we know other languages, Mm -hmm. Um, which again makes me feel like, oh God, we're so, like, just into ourselves. (laughs) Um, But I just would never want to come off that way. Yeah. And I'm certainly going to have to ask for help at some point in time. Yeah. I I think it is, like, a... (laughs) like a courteous, respectful thing yeah. to do to just try to learn a couple of phrases. And it did seem to be appreciated whenever we attempted to talk yeah. Italian, like when we were ordering food and stuff. Like they could, I mean, you, they could tell, like our waiter could tell, but then they kind of like are endeared to you because you like bumbled your way through an Italian Yeah, sentence. like I think, and I might even, because I know they have like some of the little 
like books that you can like kind of take uh-huh. with you that have different things. So I think I would probably bring that too. So like I could look things up if I needed to, mm-hmm. um, and try to, cause I just feel like you said, I feel like it's a courteous thing to do and also would make me feel a little bit less anxious about, yes. cause I'm definitely, I feel very anxious about traveling internationally. Like yeah. I just, it's something I've never besides like Caribbean. Yeah. It's something I've never done. Um, and I just, it would, it's totally out of my wheelhouse and makes me feel super like even just like mm-hmm. going from, you know, location to location or doing like a train station, like you said, like just totally feels overwhelming to me. It, yeah, it probably would have been for me too. Nick had been, he had traveled a lot to Asia for oh, yeah. work by himself, like totally by himself. So he like had a better understanding. Cause like we don't really have trains in the U I mean, we have them, but yeah. you, we, we don't typically travel by train in the U S so that's no. not a familiar system to us so yeah. like but he had knew how to ride a train when he was in asia so he was like yeah we got to get our tickets here and then we got to do this and we got to do this and he just kind of like handled it and i just followed so yeah but, but then once you follow for a couple of times like you are comfortable and you can do it too yeah so i felt having that was night made a difference i felt that way with um not that it's exactly the same but like when we were in new york city and we did the subway a couple yes. of times yeah then we like, felt we were like oh we'll just take the l over to yeah, here over to here yeah. yeah and you like because in there they have like the map yeah. of like where so while you're riding goes. you like study the map yeah that's all i did the whole time it's like okay so we're here and then like especially if you're on for a couple of stops yeah like you're kind of seeing it and i can visualize what it looks like yes um, but like the first time you do it, it's like, uh, like, yeah. I feel like I don't the doors know. are shutting. Where's my ticket? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It's like, I don't even know how to use a turnstile or yeah. something. I'm really flustered. Yeah. yeah. So then you gotta like load your card and yeah. you know, all that stuff. So it's like super. Yeah. And I felt the same way about the Metro when we were in DC too. Yeah. yeah. Cause it's just not something that I'm really familiar with, but it is once you do it a couple of times, yeah. it, it, you feel at least like you could handle Yes. You know, short trips. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to look like a big idiot who's like running around with like yeah. the world's on fire. Right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, so we didn't really, um, when we went to Italy, that was our first international trip. And like, we did not plan for like, what are we going to do when we get off the plane? Like we knew our hotel was, oh, yeah. but it was like not, we couldn't check in yet. So we didn't pack well to like have like clothes to like quickly change into and like, you know, my little purse ready. Like I was still having like my big travel bag. Like, yeah. So I definitely put some thought into like to make that a little bit easier is something that I Wanna try do. to, yeah. Because yeah. then it's like once you kind of start off on an anxious foot, you're like flustered. Oh. So definitely in 20 years on this hypothetical yeah. trip, think about the steps that you're going to take logistically to get right. from the plane to your hotel or wherever you need to go. Yeah, that's a good, that's a good thought. And also I like, because I, I was thinking too, like if I want to go to multiple locations. Yeah you know, thing, packing yeah. in a way that makes it make sense for the multiple locations and makes it, you know, that it's a little bit easier. Like maybe you could just take stuff out at each location versus yeah. take everything out. Right. That's how, when so. we went to Greece, we went to Athens, we went to a couple of the Greek isles like Santorini and Rhodes and then we oh, went yeah. to Athens. So what, like Athens was like walking around sightseeing, but then the other two are like beach. Oh yeah. You So it was like, so different. I definitely had like two sets of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And that was hard to manage. Yeah, I um, I definitely think I would need to kind of plan. And I think that's part of the reason that I would want to plan ahead with everything. Like, So you knew what days you needed, like what clothes and stuff? Yeah, that kind of thing. And then, like, 
in the restaurants, I don't know would necessarily be like it would be good if we had an idea of what restaurant we did want to go to. But if we like you said, like if you saw another one that you're like, oh, this one looks, let's do this one, or, or mm-hmm. maybe you get a recommendation from somebody. That's how we, yeah, that's most of how we figured out dinners. Yeah, I mean, if if a local gave me a recommendation to a restaurant, I'm ditching whatever I found on Google <laughs> right. and right. <laughs> doing whatever they say. Yeah. So, um, I but I would just I. Hate. It's nice to have a default option. Yes, I I hate, I hate the it. dinner dance. Oof. I hate the dinner dance. I'm like, oh, where should we go? Let's look up 17 different menus. Oh, well, this one has this, but this one has this. And like, should we? And nothing is more irritating to me. Yeah. And I am always the hungriest person. Always, I'm always the hungriest. And that t- I mean, in this situation, we always did end up having a lot of time between when we were done sightseeing. Yeah, and it would finally open up for dinner. <laughs> it just, I hate that. It feels like such an inefficient use yeah. of time when you're on vacation. That, and it's also like we talked about, like I've had a whole day of like doing whatever, like I just want to relax, have a drink, you know, whatever. And it's like, instead I have to look at 500 menus that right. I- and, and try to, and make a thousand decisions. Yeah. I don't know. And in in a different language that I'm not going to understand, <laughs> yeah. probably. Yeah. Right. I don't know so, what foods are. <laughs> yeah. So I'm not going to be able to pick anything. Right. Like, so anyways, I just, I would rather have like a default if we find something better or different, fine. Right. But this is Let's what have a backup option. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and maybe try not try to overpack each because that's a good idea that you're saying. Like if you're just trying to see so many things in just a couple of days, it just you're you're overwhelmed. Yeah. So um, and I don't want to. You feel like you miss out on stuff. Yeah. So um, man, Spain sounds good too. Yeah. That's... I'm definitely having some major wanderlust right now. Like going, oh. putting together the Spain trip today. I would like as I was. Like looking stuff up, I was like, "Oh, I just want to do this right now." And yeah. then, like you talking through Italy, it's like, mm, "That yeah. sounds that sounds delightful." Whenever, because I'm not, I, I knew there were places in Italy that I wanted to go, but I wasn't real familiar with like geographically how it was set up. Mm-hmm. So I was like, "Okay, I need to look and see if this is even." Because Milan was also something that I had kind of like mm-hmm. would be cool. It's like way north, right? It is. Yeah. yeah, it's it's pretty far up, and I'm just not. I don't really know. I, not like real fashionable or anything like that so I'm kind of like yeah probably it's not anything I need to worry about but then there was a bunch of like small places that I was just like oh I don't know there could be really cool things here that I don't I don't know about yeah so but anyways but it it definitely it was kind of like I wanted to see how so I don't I don't know having to go down through the whole country would probably be a little too much I mean if we didn't have our two-week restriction if you could really just take a month yeah, there we go. And hit up all these little towns. Right. And just the whole Just do everything. Italy. Yeah. yeah. My um, uncle lived in Italy for a um, couple of years. Oh. And um, he's always talked about going back. I don't know why he doesn't. He totally needs to just go back. Um, but he would be somebody that I'd be like, hey, yeah. can you take me <laughs> around Italy? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so he's not, um, he's like definitely uh, one glass of wine and he's good well, type can, of guy he can take us to the restaurant and i'm like he'll leave well it's <laughs> the leader yeah I'm like i need more than that yeah <laughs> um but he and he even was fluent i don't know if he still is a like a hundred percent but he was fluent because he lived there yeah. for so long yeah. um and he just he loves italy he still gets his wine from italy that he like mm. you know has brings in or whatever um and he he just loves it so I'll have to hit him up in 20 years. Yeah. Have him take, accompany you and Garrett. Yeah. Take us around. Yeah. 
Uh, well, this was a really fun episode. I yes, thought this, it was. This is such a cool topic. I yeah, enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it. And I this. think probably we talked a little bit during our brainstorming yeah. session is like we want to do this for like other things, like build a dream house and do a dream whatever. Like we'll we'll be back with more. Yeah, the dream. So where dream trip was like really your trigger. The dream house is like my yeah real. I'm You're like I could probably talk in your language. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I could probably just talk for a long time about it. I'll try yeah. to whittle it down. Yeah. I'll just do the kitchen. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I'll fill up an episode. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, let us know what your dream trip is and, and definitely yes. where you're going to go. I could talk about travel all day. Um, but reach out to us, um, themotherhoodtrenches at gmail.com or find us at themotherhoodtrenches on Instagram. Um, you can DM us. And we would also love it if you have liked this episode and enjoy our show. We would love and appreciate for you to hop over to Apple Podcasts and leave us a rating and review. Um, thanks, guys, for listening. Thanks.